Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. guys welcome back to three terrible gamers podcast i'm ashton here with colin this is episode 64 hey guys all right we have one topic left over from last week and a bunch to go over this week so we'll go ahead and jump into it leaked lego game uh yeah lego 2k is at it again uh, but it's called Lego 2K Gold. So it's basically a stalker version of the new Lego 2K. The Lego 2K game, it just came out. It was like a racing game or whatever. So for me, it just seems like a ripoff of Rocket League. Yeah. Obviously, Epic is it now, but I can't remember who ended before Epic. But so it just seems like that. So I think it's like 2K's version to like take over... Like how Rocket League was the same way they don't with NBA Live on the EA side. Right. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I, that's what I kind of thought when I seen it was basically a Lego, I mean, uh, like Rocket League. But, uh, yeah, so it says, Lego video game enthusiasts are excited about a potential new title called Lego 2K Goal or Go has long like a bunch of O's, but uh, yeah. which was leaked on the Australian PlayStation Store. A recent leak has stirred excitement among Lego video game enthusiasts as details about a new title from 2K Games appear to have surfaced ahead of an official announcement. So yeah, basically Rocket League, but in Lego form. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what I'm getting out of it. I mean, they've came out with some good games lately, I guess. Lego has. Which some of their other ones have been good too, but they're partnering with, partnering with 2K. And so they released one, what, just a couple months ago? Uh, yeah, it was at, uh, I think it was actually just called Lego 2K. And yeah. it was, like I said, just a game. Yeah. All right. So that's the one from last week. We'll go ahead and jump into this week's already. Uh, Super Mario RPG actually released today, November 17th. They're recording, and we have the rating for that. Uh, Yeah, I kind of figured we'd get this one a little bit quicker because it's a remake, remaster, yeah. whatever it is. Uh, <clears throat> so the original one didn't ever get a rating. So this one was an 83 on meta, 8 out of 10 on IGN. Uh, there was no original score posted on Metacritic, and Nintendo Life actually didn't have anything up yet. But I'm assuming it's, it's going to be a 10 out of 10, as you mentioned in the game. <laughs> From, yeah, Nintendo Life, probably 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, like you said, 
there's not one for the original game because that was before they started doing ratings on Metacritic. And it was 1996, I believe. Super Nintendo game released the year of the Nintendo 64. But anyway, uh, yeah, an 83 on Metacritic, generally favorable out of 80 critic reviews. Um, the user score is not available yet because they won't let you rate it until tomorrow. They want you to take the time to play the game. But I have played it, um, so I will rate it. And I'm not an RPG fan, so people are probably going to hate me because people love this game. They have for, I mean, since 1996. But uh, I knew I probably wouldn't enjoy it going into the game, but I figured I would try it, you know, just because it's a Mario game, you know, and people love it. So I thought maybe, you know, I'm just being hard on it because it's an RPG. Uh, I played it for about an hour, which really isn't fair to give the game a rating after an hour, but I just could not go anymore. I was not enjoying myself. Uh maybe i mean six out ten if that i mean that's being generous honestly um 60 55 maybe and i mean i just didn't enjoy it that much it is an rpg i mean i i'd rather play paper mario honestly than that game but anyway either, either way they're rpgs and i don't enjoy them that much the thing is with that game is there's no, like, voice at all. Like, usually when you're playing Mario game, of course they don't talk all that much, but you you hear Mario, like, when he jumps, like, he makes a sound, or when he... You know, there's some vocal in there sometimes, but there's nothing in this game. No vocals at all while you're moving around the overworld. When you're in a fight, yeah, maybe he'll make a sound when he jumps... But it's just too quiet. Like, there's background music and stuff, but it's just too quiet for me. I, that's another thing I didn't like about it besides just the gameplay in general. So you on the original, was it released before or after in 64, Mario 64? Uh, I'm not sure. I know they were both released in 96, but uh, one was Super Nintendo and one was... Nintendo 64. I would say probably this was released before, if I had to guess. Yeah, because we know Charles Marinette was on Mario 64, so this one would have had to release first to not have any voice animations for the character. Right, but I mean, they had some for the Super Nintendo before with like Super Mario World. He made noises that, then too. It wasn't Charles Martinet, but. Yeah. But. It's just, I mean, it was, it's a Nintendo game, but it was developed by Square Enix. So, similar to, like, uh, the Oracle games, they, and Minish Cap, like, they were published by Nintendo, but developed by Capcom, you know. So, they're Nintendo games, but developed by other studios. Um, Square Enix is the one that does Final Fantasy, right? Yeah. I mean, they have good games. I mean, Square Enix is a great, great studio. But, I mean, and this is a good game. Like, people love it. Just it, per, me personally, it's not for me. I mean, I don't like RPGs. It's quiet to me, too quiet to get into. But, uh, yeah, not, not a, nothing against Square Enix. They're a good studio. It's just this game isn't for me. But, uh, yeah, it's it was developed by uh, 
Square Enix. So yeah, I give it a 5.5, 5, 6 out of 10, 55%, 60%, whatever, however you want to take it. Not for me. Recommend you guys playing it by yourself before you go leave your own view on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably should have played it more than an hour. I just couldn't go anymore. I was dreading. I mean, I hate, I mean, I'm not going to go through a game I'm dreading to go through, you know. If I'm not having fun, there's no point in continuing. I thought that way to Starfield. I only played Starfield for probably two hours. I mean, it was all right, but... I really, I mean, it seems like one of those games you got to put some hours into in order to get somewhere, and I don't have time for that. Well, that was one of the biggest things. That's what everyone was complaining about on that game, and that's actually, like, one of the creators of the game was just like, yeah, we kind of regret that decision because they was like, okay, the more we make them explore from the beginning, the more they're going to enjoy the perks of everything at the thing, and they was like, ah, maybe 15 hours was too long to make people wait for some real action. Yeah, yeah, I ain't got time. <laughs> To full with that. <laughs> no. But, yeah. I mean, 83, you know, they, they like it more than I do, and that's with 80 critic reviews, so... I mean, I'm sure they know more than I do. I mean, most of the time, critics, they play through the entire game, you know, not just an hour like I did. Some of them probably do, but... I mean, that's literally their job is to, you know, rate games, so... Um, they're, they're just probably more accurate. Don't don't listen to me. That's just my opinion. Listen to them. 83. Play the game. I mean, you guys, have, I mean, the older audiences, you know, they you, you've played it before. You know if you like it. It's the same game with better graphics, basically. So. And our job is to rate it and our job is to tell you our opinions on it and to, the facts behind the ratings. That's right, yeah. Don't let me persuade you not to buy it. Just, just so you know. All right, moving on. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica rating. Uh, Yeah, which not realizing until I was doing the deep dive into this thing, I didn't realize that there was technically like six Persona 5 games, all with different names and everything. So yeah, I've done a couple. weird, I isn't it? Yeah, I wasn't going to hop through and do all of, the, all of them, but I've done Persona 5 Tactica, obviously, because that's the game we're rating. That's the new one in the Persona 5 series. Uh, it's a 76 on Metacritic. Persona 5 itself was a 93. And the Royal, Persona 5 Royal, whatever, Guard, whatever, something weird like that, uh, is the highest one, and it is a 95 on Metacritic. Wow. So, I mean, obviously they're a good series of games. Tactica obviously fell way short. I think it was in, I think it was one of the lower ones, like out of six of them, I think it was like, next to last from the lowest rated one so yeah that's your little deep dive on persona so now you know there's like six percent of fives yeah that makes no sense maybe it's time to move on sega but uh yeah so persona 5 tactica 76 on metacritic that's with 23 critic reviews generally favorable not a bad rating um not every game's gonna get 80 or 90 um once again, user score is not available until tomorrow. Time recording. They want you to play the game, you know, because it was released today. Time recording. So, um, I didn't try this one out like I did Super Mario RPG, so I really couldn't tell you. I've actually never played a Persona game, like I said in the last episode. But I, I didn't know there was like six Persona 5s 
either, so that kind of makes no sense. But, uh, yeah, Sega, maybe try to move on forward to another Persona game, not instead of being stuck on 5. But, yeah, 76 on Metacritic for the PS5 version. Yeah, it definitely, it's, like I said, having six games underneath the same title umbrella makes absolutely no sense, especially given them all separate Metacritic scores. Yeah. But Sega's try to get money out where they can because it's pretty much the only game that's staying afloat other than a Sonic title. Yeah. Yeah, Sonic, I mean, for sure keeping them in business, but I mean, they have other first-party titles they could bring out if they wanted to. But they just want to play it safe and develop Sonic games, pretty much. And Persona. I, I promise you there will be a topic about this for next week as well, because uh, I'm not even going to tell you. You can look, come back and listen to us next week. Yeah. Because I've already got it written down since Ashton sent me all these topics beforehand. Right. So or, I went done a little bit deeper next week. If you're listening to us live, when we go live tomorrow, you can listen to it early. That's the perk of listening to us live. But if you're not listening to us live, you're not going to know to listen to us live tomorrow so that's your fault yeah we're recording this we're recording two episodes two days in a row because we're taking an off week next week but we still want to give you guys content yeah yep next week's thanksgiving so you know we'll have the week off but we will do double this week work extra hard for you guys so you'll still have an episode the following week but anyway uh moving on call of duty modern warfare 3 rating uh yeah terrible uh legitimately bad uh it for a call of duty game it is the lowest ever recorded at a 55 on metacritic the original for circumstance of course obviously does not fall in the same storyline or whatever but yet again they like to name their series at this point so i'm gonna call ones the original even though they're technically different ones and not remakes uh on normal consoles was an 88 that reason why i said normal consoles is because the second lowest on metacritic was the same mw3 the original one and it was a 57 on the ds for obvious reasons. on the ds i was gonna say that was a good game what are you talking about but <laughs> on the ds okay so yeah that's the closest one to it out of 57 and that's just because it was on the ds because that's why I separated normal consoles from all consoles because it was not an 88 on all consoles. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. This one is so the original Modern Warfare Three, you mean, was an 88. Yeah, it was an 88. The 2011 the, Modern Warfare Three. Okay. Yeah, 2011 was an 88 on the Wii, on the Xbox 360, and PlayStation Three. Okay. It was an 88 on consoles and then the ds was the only ever console released one and it was a 57. so to say that your closest thing that you are to as a main console line game is comparing to the ds which is still two points higher than you says <laughs> that's how bad sad <laughs> that is sad i i've seen i've never played it on the ds modern warfare 3 but i've I can't remember who in school had it. I seen somebody play it in middle school. I don't remember who it was, but it did look pretty rough. But yeah, if a DS game, Call of Duty game scores higher than this, Activision, you're doing something wrong. I mean, come on. But uh so yeah. <laughs> this is the PS5 version released November 10th, 
2023. It is a 55 on Metacritic, like Colin said. That's with 56 critic reviews. Their user score is even worse, 1.7 out of 10. And that is with 1,137 user ratings. People aren't liking this game. Granted, take that with a grain of salt because we, if you especially if you listen to us last week, if not, go back and listen to it. Uh, we covered about people were review bombing that game on purpose. So that's the reason why there's such a big difference in between the meta and user scores is because metas actually do it for a living and then user scores are just, you know, people hate mind Yeah. Yeah. So, but legitimately, it is a bad game since Metacritics are giving it a 55, which is still lower than a DS title. Right. And even with people review bombing it if it was good they wouldn't do that as much Mm -hmm. so i mean being made in just 16 months i mean what do you expect it started out as dlc it should have stayed dlc for modern warfare 2 take a year off but i mean hopefully with microsoft and xbox taking over activision blizzard They'll do that three-year cycle like they're wanting to. That way they can take some time, develop the game, get a better story, just get better gameplay. And maybe they'll take a look back at what made them good, what made them famous, and look back at some of the older titles and not copy them like their exact name, but like just go back to when they were good. They didn't have the menus that were so confusing and had ads on them to go buy their stuff like there's an item shop in some of the older call of duties but they're on a separate tab they're not on you have to go through the items to buy in order to play the game yeah i understand advanced warfare was kind of a drop for them especially since it was a sledgehammer title they could even win and done an advanced warfare 2 and drop the exosuits yeah i mean something i mean I mean, obviously, they're running out of ideas because they're coming out with one Call of Duty every single year. Like I said, hopefully the three-year cycle will change that. They'll be able to get more ideas, more time to develop the game. It'll be more polished and just be better in general. I mean, all our competitors have already figured that out. Halo figured that out. Destiny figured that out. It's... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I mean, there's nothing else to really say. I mean, they, people are saying the campaign's way too short. It's not even that good. And the multiplayer is bad, too. I and mean, the only good part about the multiplayer is it has every single map from the Modern Warfare 2 game in 2009. That's it. I mean, there's a lot of good maps in that game. That's the only plus side people are saying about this game is the good maps. And they're even, I mean, reusing maps. I mean, come on. It's okay to reuse some here and there, but every single map. Oh no, I'll be satisfied if you give me twenty four seven Rust. Rust is good. Yeah, I like Rust, but Especially I mean, this, oh yeah, yeah. But didn't modern, the two thousand nineteen Modern Warfare have Rust back too? Mm-hmm. So I mean. Yep. It's not been that long since it was upgraded graphics-wise. Two years. Three. No, it was 2019. Holy crap. It was a long time. Four years. I mean, technically almost five, but they released at the end of the year, so it is yeah. four years from 
pretty much the day. Yeah. I forgot what year it was for a second. Time flying by. Anyway, uh, yeah, Call of Duty Marvel for 3 sucks. Moving on. The Game Awards nominations have been announced. Oh, I got mine backwards. Because the way I had mine labeled and how it registered on mine, it would have been like a perfect leeway into us saying it sucks when all of a sudden somehow it gets more hype than what it deserves. But <laughs> since we're skipping it right now, since mine decided to go backwards, Game Award nominations. There was, I believe, 31 total different entries you could vote on, so I did not cover all 31. I'd done the Game of the Year one, and I stated that. because thirty-one. Yeah, that's mainly what I was talking about been the whole podcast yeah <laughs> but for most of those entries it was repeat games anyways uh so for game of the year announcements which i believe you got till december 7th to go vote on these i think so and you just gotta sign up with an email then you can do your thing i voted on all 31 categories some games i hadn't heard of but i voted anyways just because i could uh so for Game of the Year candidates is Alan Wake 2. Hadn't heard anything about it until, which I think I noticed the pattern. Like all the ones I hadn't heard on were uh, PlayStation 5 and PC games, which obviously Spider-Man is a given. So Spider-Man always gets hyped. But Alan Wake 2, I don't ever remember seeing much stuff about it. But for Game of the Year award, it got an 87 on Metacritic. Boulder's Gate Free, which is also another PS5 PC game. It was that, a 96 on Metacritic. It has nudity. People like it. Uh, makes sense. I hadn't, <laughs> yeah, again, I hadn't heard of it. First I heard of it was that new South Park special on Paramount. And that's the only reason why I know about it, because they talked about the game on that episode oh, or nice. special. Whatever. Uh, so that's the only reason why I knew about that game. But obviously it's a good game. Or just because people like titties one or the other. Uh, <laughs> I mean. So, can't really blame them on that one. But right. <laughs> staying appropriate here. Spider-Man 2 is a 90 on all critic. That's never runner for game of the year. Resident Evil 4, the remake of it, is a 93, which I believe the original one was like a 94, 95 on Metacritic. So, I mean, it's still a good game to the day. Still surprised me that they remade it since it was the GameCube game. Didn't really need remade yet, but they did. Yeah. And it's yeah, Game of the Year award. And I believe it was up for a Game of the Year back when it came out, too, because I think, I believe that's when they first started doing that stuff. Like, it was the early years. Around of that time. And then Mario Wonder, obviously it just released. It's yeah. already up for the topic, which figured out because it would sell a lot of copies right out of the gate. It was a 92 on Metacritic. We've covered that recently yeah last week or the week before last and then tears of the kingdom is the final game to vote on and it was a 96 on metacritic as well so i'm guessing your vote will go towards either which one you played or off the metacritic score so at that point it'd be between boulder gates and tears of the kingdom so i want to ask you which one do you think is going to win game of the year tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom you think it'll beat up boulder's gate oh yeah Tears of Kingdom beats titties anytime. <laughs> That's not the only reason Baldur's Gate 3 is good, but it, I mean, it, people do like that aspect of it. But uh, yeah, I think Tears of Kingdom, I already voted. I voted Tears of the Kingdom. 
Um, obviously, I haven't played Baldur's Gate 3, and I've heard it's good. It's getting a console release here pretty soon, I've seen online, but right now it's PC exclusive, just for a couple more months, I believe. But, um, yeah. The website I've seen it, it's already out on PS5. Oh, it may be. I'm, oh, maybe what I was looking at, it was getting an Xbox release here before long. Yeah, it was Xbox. But anyway, uh, yeah, I already voted Tears of the Kingdom. I think it'll win. I mean, Breath of the Wild won Game of the Year back in 2017. And in my opinion, Tears of the Kingdom is better. In a, a lot of people's opinions, Tears of the Kingdom is better. So if you're better than a former Game of the Year, it's only right that you get Game of the Year. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, well, I mean, I get that take out with a grain of salt because... Metacritic score-wise, Breath of the Wild is the better game at one point. Eh. I mean, Breath of the Wild is a good game, yeah, but Tears of the Kingdom is better. I mean, it, ha it took what made Breath of the Wild good and just added to it. Regardless, every game on that list is a Metacritic must-play except for Alan Wake 2 and Spider-Man 2. And that's because I think you got to be a 91 or higher to get the must play but they're all in, in the 90s except for alan wake 2 right yeah they're all in the 90s spider-man 2 is the 91 90. and then yeah yeah and the, all the rest of them after the map and i named off were higher than 90 yep so which one do you think is going to win like i said i got to base it off metacritic and i mean obviously the top two are both tied and I believe there's, I say there's more, no, I'm not even, that's not even close to say, don't be an idiot, Colin, because uh, obviously there's a lot more PCs than what there are riches, but how many people actually use their PC to game is the thing, how many gaming PCs are there comparing to Switches out there, so well, I believe the Switch sold more. Who do you think has sold more copies? I believe Tears of the Kingdom is yeah, so I would I would say so. A lot more. Because the only thing I've heard about Baldur's Gate 3 is it's a good game. You heard that Tears of the Kingdom's a good game and it just crushed records when it came out for, on sales. So, I mean, yeah. I'd say there's more copies of Tears of the Kingdom out there. But Which we covered on early episodes of podcast. Yeah. Back in May. Or June. Yeah, so, I mean, my, my opinion is Tears of Kingdom. I've already voted. So you can go vote at thegameawards.com. I mean, vote, vote Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, if you want, you don't have to, but I, I, that's just my opinion. Listen here, Nintendo. Yeah. And plus, it's weird that they're, I mean, it's good that Nintendo has two games in the making. That just the shows how good Nintendo is at 
I mean, obviously, we obviously we've known for a long time they're good at making games, but they're still good at making games. I mean, newsflash alert, you know, they're still good at making games. But uh, yeah, moving on. We got time for probably one more. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 was just talking about how bad it sucks, but yet it still tops the UK sales chart. Yeah, which means that Mario, well, their, their sales chart is weird because I don't guess it technically goes by off record-breaking sales for the most part. It works more like a box office over here in the United States with like movies. So this week, Modern Warfare 3 beat everybody else. It pushed yeah. Mario under the number three, which I believe the past three weeks it was number one. Which, I mean, obviously, a game just coming out is going to sell more. I mean, even though it sucks, it's still a Call of Duty game. Some people don't even look online to see if it sucks or not. They just see a new game on the shelf, Call of Duty game, and say, like, oh, new Call of Duty. It must be good. I'm going to pick it up, you know. So. The pre-orders, too. How many people pre-ordered right, right out the game? Yeah. It's counted as soon as the game releases. Yep. Uh, so you got all the people pre-ordered and everything else. It pushed Wonder to number three. Uh, I believe football manager, no, football coach 2024, which is a different game for football manager, which we talked about last week on the Games with Gold. It It's it number is. two in the UK. Number three is Wonder. Number four is uh, the football manager 2024. And I can't remember what number five was top four so like i said over there it seems like it works more like the box office for movies is what it does here yeah they do things a little different over there but i mean it still shows regardless that it's it is selling even yeah. though it sucks But, uh, so yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is the worst received game in this series in a very long time, maybe ever, but that hasn't stopped it debuting at number one in the UK's physical charts. So that's just physical, not digital. It may be a below par Call of Duty, but it's still a Call of Duty, a name that's too big to fail. It sold the vast majority of its box copies on PS5, knocking almost everything down the top 10. Like you said, it did knock Mario Wonder down. I mean, it's still in the top 10, but it did knock, you know, some of the top 10 down than what it was. I mean, I mean, it's like, it, like this article just said, it's still a Call of Duty game. It's still going to sell whether it sucks or not. I mean, that's just how it is. And it's just like a, a Pokemon game. It You may know it sucks. But you're still going to buy it just to try it out. You know, that's how, this is just how these series work. You know, the long time series, long running series. Some people buy them just to have the whole collection, even though they know it sucks. They just, they're going to buy them. They're going to sell no matter what. And that's why really nothing's ever going to change until something happens like you people just stop buying them or something happens like Microsoft buys Activision and they make them take their time. That's the only thing that's ever going to make these companies change. Yeah. 
but huh. um that's all the time we got guys and uh you can always watch us live on twitch and youtube and make sure to follow us on those two and join our discord server come chat with us follow us on instagram twitter tiktok buy our merch on redbubble uh anything else colin uh yeah i was hoping you would we can extend a little bit just because there's one topic that you can cover that I won't be able to cover because it will be no longer be relevant, but it'll help them out if they decide to go holiday shopping this. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because we'll release it. Okay. Do the Xbox Black Friday sales then. Yeah. Which, I mean, like I said, I'm just doing this. That way you guys can go out and buy some Xbox games if you want to. Since I think this is the last Black Friday thing we cover, since we pretty much covered the rest of them. But yeah. like I said, it does no if I do this for next week and you know take over everything. So I'm trying to give you guys the best deal possible. That way you can still get these games for up to half off. Yep. Granted, there was a crap ton, so I only yeah. done one page, which is still like 16 games because there was 53 pages of games for a second. Yeah, I just uh, I didn't do all of them. I done the whole first page. Uh, the first one is Cyberpunk 2077 and Phantom Liberty Bundle, so I'm guessing that's the DLC tied in with it. It's uh, $80 together, it's normally, and it's dropped down to $63.99. After Us, it's normally $30, it's down to $15. It looks, the concept art kind of looks like a Starfield game. Uh... Sword Art Online Last Recollection Deluxe Edition is normally $85, I guess because it's a deluxe and it's $60 right now. Dead Island 2 is deluxe edition, is $75 normally, and it is $45 now. My Heroes One Justice 2, I can't have any more confusing game name. Ultimate Edition is normally $80. And it is $20 right now. Nice. So if you want to buy that weird name sounding thing for cheap, be a good time to get it this week. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy on Series X and S versions are normally $70. So I guess they got a bump up in price. And it's uh, $42 for Black Friday week. Uh, Lords of the Fallen is normally $70 and it got bumped down to $48.99. Call of Duty Black Ops 2 <laughs> for the Xbox 360 version, obviously. Yeah. It normally priced in the Xbox store for $50 still, mm-hmm. and it is down to $15 right now if you don't have Black Ops 2 from 2012. <laughs> uh, UFC 5 is normally seventy dollars. It's got knocked down to forty nine. A crew motor fest is normally seventy dollars. It got knocked down to forty two. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is normally sixty dollars. It got knocked down to fifteen. Madden twenty four, which this looks like the, I mean they got a cover of Michael Vick on this one, so I'm guessing it's not a hurt. I'm guessing they used do like the thing like 2k does like they'll do a previous player on like the higher up scales or whatever 
but so Madden 24 with the Michael Vick cover is normally $70 and it's down to $35 this week. Assassin's Creed Mirage, which we've been saying this was a mobile game, but it turns out it is a console game. I know the past few episodes we've called it a mobile game, but yeah. it's not. It's an actual console game. Uh, <laughs> it's normally $50 and it's down to 40 right now. Diablo 4 Digital Deluxe Edition is normally $90. It's down to $53.99. Uh, this one is a different combo for sure, but it's the two newest Forza series. They got Forza Motorsport and Forza Horizon 5 with the Hot Wheels edition. In a bundle. Is, yeah. In a bundle is normally $200, and it's down to 119 for two games. So I, you don't really get that big of a deal for it. I mean, you get obviously the DLC and everything with it. So yeah, I guess it's worth it at that you point. Yeah, $80. Oh. Uh, then payday free is normally $40 and it's down to 32 Starfield itself is $70 now and it's down to $56. EA Sports, the football coach 24, which we just talking about on the last topic is normally $70. It's down to $34.99. 2K24, the Kobe Bryant edition, uh, it was like the number eight Kobe, is for the Xbox Series X and S, is normally $70, and it's down to $35 right now. Mortal Kombat 1, so it's $70. It's down to $48.99 right now. So yeah, those are the whole entire first page ones that I had. Okay. Yeah, and that's those are the one exact ones I had, so I can't add anything there. Um, my favorites out of that one, if I had to pick, would be uh, I'd pick up Mortal Kombat One just to you know, try it. It's usually seventy forty nine dollars, pretty good discount, thirty percent off. Um, obviously Starfield, if you guys haven't tried it, it's twenty percent off, and it just released a couple months ago, so that's pretty good deal on a new game um that's if you got pass i mean yeah most of these games game pass if you do have game pass yep most of them are so yeah but if you don't have for the game to keep them forever there's your go-to yeah yep so yeah that's uh that's all we got guys and i've already said the ending stuff so i'm not gonna say it again and do you have anything to add no you said it all earlier. All right. I decided pick. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't even think about that or I'd have had it earlier in the episode. But uh, yeah, they got it anyway. But uh, we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Later, guys. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.